Hello, welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. Today we are talking about Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper, released as an indie mixtape in 2013. And my guest is Tashar. Hey there, how's Hi, it going? Hi Tashar, welcome back. Thank you, thank you for having me again. Oh, oh my gosh, are you kidding? I was like so stoked to get you back on the pod after uh, episode four. Some of your best work was done on episode oh, four, graduation. Thank you. And some of your best drinking, I believe, as well. Oh, you know, you give me champagne and... Just an open Good book. Good things are gonna happen. Good things are gonna happen. How are things going today? What's wh- what's going on? Like you and I are just hanging out. It's Sunday. We're doing I a little know. day drinking. Got to listen to one of my favorite mixtapes of all time in preparation of this. So it's been a good week. It's been a good week. But I also haven't seen you probably since since the last episode. Since the last episode, which was like about a month ago now. Yeah. Look at you cranking them out. So I quick. know. I'm doing doing my best, man. I'm doing my best. Um, but uh, also for those of you who don't know how Tashar and I met, him and I used to work together, and we uh, quickly became very close friends over our mutual love of uh, hip hop artists like Kanye West, like Chance the Rapper, Kendrick Lamar. Lil Dicky, as we both just recently discovered today. Seriously. We love it. And it's limitless. Uh, it's limitless. And uh, yeah, even though you and I don't work at the same place anymore, we're still close friends. Yeah. And I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to have you here. So am I. I'm excited for today. Now this is a like this is a big record. This is one that actually reminds me of you because you're the one who told me about acid rap because I I was not a big chance the rapper person before I met you. Right, right. And I, I do actually remember the day where I was like, you know, if you kind of enjoy because I think it was like coloring book was coming out at that yeah. time. And you know my perspective on it all. I was always like, you know, it's nice, it's great and all, but like, to me, the pinnacle of chance was always acid rap. And I was like, you need to listen to acid rap. I remember even saying back then, I was like, I think this is, this is like a piece of music that you're truly going to love. Absolutely. I literally, I'm pretty sure I have it in my notes here where I'm like, I remember you telling me at work being like, go home tonight, listen to acid rap text me when you've listened to acid rap and you said you were like i wish i could go back and listen to it for the first time again yep and you can't do that but <laughs> no unfortunately not but i'm happy you got to listen to it again today for this our discussion this is a second close this is a, a close a, a second, second close? close a close second a close second <laughs> it's okay we're gonna get there to char don't worry we're already like two drinks in yeah and it's going to be great. I mean, like Sunday day drinking is no joke, people. I'm telling you that much. Obviously, we always start out our episode with a little bit of history on who Chance the Rapper is. Tashara, you're obviously a big fan of him already, but I figure for some of our listeners who maybe don't know as much about Chance the Rapper as you do, this might be a good opportunity for me to share some knowledge. Well, I'm actually quite interested in what kind of knowledge you have to share because I actually have this sort of, I don't know if it's like a mentality, but it's like people who I truly enjoy yeah. and who inspire me. I like to know as little as possible about them. Interesting. It's one of those things where it's just like, you never want to meet your heroes. I've always loved the idea of Chance the Rapper. He's yeah. always seemed like such a humanitarian. Oh, yeah. Um, so for me, doing all the research behind this episode and like trying to like learn as much about Chance the Rapper, I was, I was a little worried, but little it came, came out the other end that he is indeed a fantastic human being. Okay, so who exactly is uh, Chance the Rapper? Chance the Rapper is Chancellor Bennett. He's an indie rapper, singer, songwriter from Chicago, and he began his career at the ripe age of 18, 18 years old. He was a young, small boy Mm -hmm. when he started his rap career. He released his first mixtape, which was called 10 Day, while he was still in high school. And what I learned, which I thought was interesting, was his dad was an aide to the mayor of Chicago and then eventually ended up working on the Obama campaign in 2008. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So before, like, Barack Obama ever became president, Chance actually, like, met him and, like, 
worked in like one of those um, campaign offices right, where correct. you call and you say like, hey, do you want to vote for like Barack Obama in this upcoming election? Like champagne. Uh, champagne. Because <laughs> Obama is from. Um, He's from Chicago. Chicago, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he has that connection to the Democratic Party, which I found was super interesting. And I mean, since 10 Day came out, he's been featured on albums with like hip hop superstars. So guys like Kanye West, Childish Gambino, obviously. And he cited some of his biggest influences uh, to include, obviously, Kanye West, who's a fellow Chicago native, James Brown, Michael Jackson, Prince, Eminem, and Frank Ocean, who right. I think he's also pretty tight with now. Is he? I think so. I know he like idolizes Frank as much probably as he idolizes Kanye. But him and Kanye are f- friends. I feel like him and Kanye probably have a pretty close relationship. At I think this so point. too. But then there was that whole like Twitter debacle that came out, and they were like Maybe. not friends. I don't for a know. Bit. I feel like one time I heard like his like holy trinity of like mentors is Kanye West, Dave Chappelle, and Barack oh. Obama, which is like a very That's an interesting mix. It's an interesting mix, but it's like it kind of covers like every sort of yeah. field and industry and aspiration you really want to chase after there that's quite the yeah that is quite the the triumvirate of uh of people to model yourself after but yeah yeah i feel like if you put all those people in a blender chance would come out yeah and obviously to the album that we're talking today is acid rap which was released in 2013 as the follow-up to 10 day also as an indie mixtape and it reached 1.5 million downloads It was released for free and it was only able to be streamed on you know services like apple music and spotify this past june chance was also super open that the use of lsd was pretty prevalent in the production of this album um when i was looking this up on genius he said that about 30 percent of the time there was acid in Involved in the production yeah i read that too. which is lower than i thought i with it with the title like acid rap i was like i would have thought the whole time you just would have been like yeah there are definitely a couple songs in there where i'm like you're just straight off acid rapping yeah. along in the booth so he's been obviously very successful since then he's got four bet's under his belt and three three grammys including best rap album of the year for his album coloring book which came out in 2015 2016 20 i feel like surf was 2015 Okay, so 2016, I, I want to so. say, for yeah. Coloring Book. And that that's Chance. That's a history of Chance, Chancellor Bennett. He's a good dude. He's just a good guy. I'm so excited to get into this and hear. I know how much this album means to you, so I'm so excited to hear your thoughts on the record. Um, and obviously, before we get into things, we've got to introduce the drink that we're drinking today. On yeah. Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music, we always have to have a drink present. So as per... The 2015 uh, album by The Social Experiment, which obviously features Chance the Rapper, called Surf, and the album we're talking about today, Acid Rap. We're drinking Surfer on Acid, which (laughs) didn't sound like a real cocktail, but it's legit. Yeah, apparently. It's legit, and I mean, out of all the cocktails that we've made so far, is it my favorite? Probably not. And uh, I think that involves the the Jägermeister that's in here. Yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting combination of alcohols and juices. It's a tougher one to stomach, but... Don't let me rain on your parade if you do like this drink or if you want to make it and you want to feel adventurous today. Uh, all you need is a shot of Jägermeister, a shot of coconut rum, one and a half shots of pineapple juice, combine it in a shaker with ice, and add a pineapple wedge for garnish. And you're good. Yeah, good might be an overstatement. A, a stretch of the word. But uh, if yeah, like, it'll get you there. It'll get you there. <laughs> if you like Jäger and you like coconut rum, okay, yeah, I, I, need, a, like this I drink. need to step back because you those are like the like two things, things that I don't like. And I'm like, well... Well, Tashar, I mean, we've got our drinks. I think we're ready to get into our overall first impressions of the album. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so how did you start listening to Chance the Rapper in the first place? You're such a huge fan, and since I've known you, you've been such a huge, like, he, he, I feel like he's been a big part of your music library. Yeah, I feel like Chance is a very central aspect of, like, the kind of music I listen to. For me, like, this album in particular holds such a dear place in my heart is mainly because of the timing of it all chance was what like 20 years old when he released this 
And I'm pretty sure he was, you know, after 10 day, the inspiration is he got suspended for skipping school. He was on a 10 day suspension and it kind of fueled this mixtape. And now this album of acid rap is he's this high school graduate that, you know, is not going to university or college. He's not doing that typical thing, but it dropped in, I believe you said like April, 2013. 2013, yeah. So that was like the final months of high school for me. So for me, I never heard a 10 day before, but like when acid rap, drop i had a lot of friends who were into like very like niche soundcloud artists they kind of like pulled me in and showed me this world of chance the rapper and i mean this album this mixtape got played non-stop for the final final couple months of high school and for me that's why it holds such a like important part of me because it's it's not necessarily the music itself it's like the memories that kind of get fueled with the music it's the like nostalgia factor. It's a nostalgia factor of it all. I got you. Yeah. I think I always like liked Chance like when I when I saw him like uh, featured on things I was like, "Yeah, oh, Chance the Rapper," but I never really like dove in and figured out who he was. I don't think I actually saw his face until he did a performance on SNL. Like he was like one of the first indie artists to appear on SNL or something like that. Right. It was like a it was like a, a monumental type it deal. Was a big deal, yeah. For him to be on Saturday Night Live and he did Sunday Candy and it was the Christmas episode. And I remember watching that and being like, "Oh my god, like this guy is fantastic." Um but that was the one like I think I I bought that one song off iTunes or no, it wasn't even on iTunes, so I must have got it on soundcloud or whatever he he made it available and that was the only one i listened to for years coloring book was the first one that i actually like if that came out 2016 i would have been in my fourth year university anyways and i think a lot of my pals in that kind of circle were talking about it so i'm like all right i may as well listen to it i really love coloring book like i said i liked him as a feature artist so when i heard the life of pablo i remember walking to class listening to life of pablo like every single day why i have no idea and ultralight beam is off Ultralight beams waves yeah but ultralight beam has chance so i was like that was again my introduction to uh to chance and then because i had listened to because the internet by childish gambino he was on the worst guys so like i kind of i kind of again i knew who he was but i was like i wasn't ready to like dive in yet he was more so like just a feature artist right he was just a feature artist to me and then i like i got coloring book i was like yeah coloring book is sweet i like coloring book and then it wasn't literally like we talked about it off the top it wasn't until you were like no you have to listen you're like you have to listen to acid rap it is not like coloring book it's nothing like any other album mixtape i've ever listened to that's why i love it it's so unique in its own sense it's very chance to me oh yeah i remember like sitting at our desks because our desks were like right next to each other and you were like scrolling through the spotify list and you're like man you're like i'm telling you you're like you're gonna love this you're like oh cocoa butter kisses you're just like man you're gonna love cocoa butter kisses i can't wait for you to hear it and i was just like okay like i guess like i'll go home and i'll listen to it and then i was like at home listening to it and i was like yeah you're right this album fucking slams yeah, i'm pretty album. sure i got a text being like cocoa butter kisses is like unreal like I wish I could like go back into the archives of the text, but I like distinctly remember that, that night like getting a text being like, yep, you were right. This was my introduction, my real first introduction to who Chance the Rapper was. And I think the album itself was a great introductory record. And I think like it's, it's so simply put, but there's multiple songs. There's at least like five instances where he actually takes the time to introduce himself. So in like uh, the intro, he goes like, call me Chancellor the Rapper, please say the rapper. In favorite song, he says like Chance Acid Rapper. In, in Na Na, he says introducing Chance the Ruthless. Like he's like reminding people like this is my mixtape. Right. You're listening to Chance. 
I am chance. This is what I'm about. Um, so I thought that was super fucking cool. He's got this like very distinct style and he raps with such like a, like an earnesty. It's so genuine what he's saying. And even like the, like in the way that he raps, it's not like, um, it's not perfect. Like his voice breaks and yeah. he like does different, like, it, like he just works in different pitches. Like it's unlike any it's other raw. rapper. It's so raw. Yeah. But on that like note, it's, it's almost like, that's why I can understand why someone doesn't like Chance the Rapper because to me it's that uniqueness the raspiness of his voice the way his flow isn't always perfect it kind of is a little choppy from time to time i talked to people who are like huge little wayne fans and you and i have talked oh about this God. and it's like i can't listen to a full album little wayne for those listeners who listen to episode four you may remember tashar describing lil wayne lil wayne's voice as the nails on a chalkboard because to me it, it very much is and that's why i understand when people don't like chance because his voice isn't smooth it doesn't flow it's its own character it's its own thing something about all the inconsistencies the imperfections of it all it, it, it fits so perfectly it's paradoxical totally that's a good word that's an sat word paradoxical Thank you. nice i, I love did it. very poorly in my sats Why'd you take SATs? Oh, because when you were... I went to school run by the American Embassy, so oh, you had to. you had to take your SATs. That's why I didn't do too well. I was like, well, when am I ever going to write this? <laughs> You're like, I'm just going to become a rapper, a SoundCloud rapper, and, uh, <laughs> exactly. and I'll be set. That was it. That Still was trying it. to figure out the rap name. My, you know what mine is? What's yours? KZ. That's actually a great Isn't name. Isn't that so good? That's a fantastic name. I know. You should branch out into rap music. I should. I don't think Spit anybody... Spit a line. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to hear me rap. Well, look, Tashar, are you, are you ready to maybe get into some of the songs that we of really course. love listening to? Of course. I Let's love do it. it. Off the top, what's one of your favorite songs off this record? Oof. Honestly, it'd probably be quicker to go with songs I don't like. I, this <laughs> this is one of those mixtapes where it's like start to finish. Even with the song that I don't necessarily like, there's like at least a verse or two where I'm like, I genuinely really enjoy that verse, so I'm going to listen to the song. So let's flip it. You tell me a song that you like, and I'd oh, like I to see. get your perspective so is this on your it. Podcast now? <laughs> For this time being, yeah. <laughs> Tashar gets drunk and talks about music. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to start with favorite song. Because I was like, is it cliche to say that favorite song is my favorite song? Not at all. I'm going to go with no, because it's a fucking banger. I love this song. First of all, I think it's catchy. It's easy to sing along to. I think Childish Gambino being a part of this uh, uh, record was a huge like that was the reason i think why i also love this song so much as much as i do love chance and i love the record as a whole there is something to be said about the style of childish gambino too and so putting him and chance together i feel like for me is a match made in heaven like i like chance's verses i like the beat of it i like i sing along to the chorus but i'm waiting for the childish verse and i think it's because childish knows exactly who his audience is and he knows like exactly what to say and he knows too that he's like there's a whole like group of white girls who are all just ready to sing along oh, yeah. to Childish Gambino. So when he says, like, you blast this shit in Abercrombie when your work is finished, your mom won't let you pay it, play it in the car because there's cursing in it. So I think he's very self-aware and I think he's a genius for that. It, it's a fun, catchy, kind of jokey type of song that plays into the classic rap tropes of, like, like pop that cap, count that stack, down that jack. Like, that's very right. classic rap. But because they put their own spin on it, it's something different. And I think it's almost like making fun of themselves a little bit, right? Yeah. A lot of people try to, like, have subtleties and, you know, innuendos that can kind of not really hit the listener on the first time. But for him, it was just like, I'm having fun with it. Like, I'm not yeah. trying to do anything spectacular with it. But, like, it doesn't take away with how witty he is. Totally, throughout yeah. Throughout 
this entire mixtape. So for me, favorite song, it's, it's like one of those where it's just like they're having a great time with it. They're kind of poking fun at the tropes of your typical rap song. Yeah. And I will say this. I would pay some serious money to have like a Chance the Rapper, Childish Gambino duo album. Oh, my like God. Like Worst Guys. Like, you know, something like, that like played on that. Like Watch the Throne, but with but, Childish and Chance. Oh, my like, God. More humor. Yeah. Like more upbeat. Like yeah. just having a good time with it. I would some serious money. You can't not sing along where it's like, it's my jam, it's my jam, it's my jam, it's my jam about that jam. Like, it's just, it's so repetitive and it's like, maybe some people would find it annoying and there are other areas of this album where I have issues with repetitiveness, but this one, for some reason, I'm just like, I'm okay with it because it's them. Yeah. Where, do you know what the songs are like right before and after it are? Uh, I would so be it's curious. Interlude, That's Love, right before, and then right after is Nana. Yeah, see, I feel like it's one of those songs that's like pretty upbeat and then it kind of gets sad again like i don't know this whole album for me is like it goes up and down with like the sort of like the the meaning the flow what he's trying to convey like it'll be like super upbeat and then the next song like like pusher man to like paranoia yeah yeah yeah. it's one of those stark contrasts and i feel like favorite song is one of those things where like you get that kind of like high level okay this is the peak this is we're all having fun to like to nana to smoke again to acid rain and it kind of becomes really comes mellow. down a little yeah I'm so with you. i enjoy it it's like a little it's a nice pick me up before we you get really melancholic oh i'm with you okay I, i'm gonna resume my hosting duties to share tell okay. me one okay tell me one that you really love off the top what's your what's well can you pick one can you pick a favorite right off the one top? that's like my favorite yeah cocoa butter kisses oh Big like tune. I feel like you know everyone who listens to acid rap is like cocoa butter kiss is my favorite it's just because it's that damn good so what do you like about it Aside from the fact that, like, a lot of that song, I look back nowadays and I think about, like, how I thought I was always one step ahead of my parents and, like, I was able to, like, fool them with all the things I did. Like, I used to smoke cigarettes when I was in high school and I remember being like, my parents will never find out. I do the trick where I, like, eat gum and then I put it in between my fingers and, like, I spray. You put gum in between your yeah, fingers? Yeah, you, like, you, you chew the gum and then, like, where you smoke the cigarette, the two fingers. Okay. You, like, roll it between the two fingers to, like, get the cigarette smell off so it's, like, more minty. Interesting. I mean, like, every trick in the book I was doing and I you was like, it. I was like, my parents will never know. Maybe a year or two ago, my parent, my mom, I was like sitting down with her and I was like talking to her and she was like, she's like, yeah, like how stupid did you think we were? Like we knew you were drinking. We knew you were smoking. And I was like, what? I thought I was so suave so with that. I was like, yeah, I thought I got away with everything. So like when I listen to the song now, I'm like, I feel like it's a lot of it is like, is me. It's like, you can I was that kid who probably like my hoodie probably reeked of cigarettes, but I was like, oh, no one would know. Did you have burn holes in your hoodies? No, I, was, I wasn't <laughs> that apparent with it. I yeah that's super funny so I I can't relate to this song I was a really good kid so you know uh, no no emo backlash phase in the in high school no because I was a secret emo (laughs) and 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 listeners of this pod will know that I was a secret emo I did not uh I didn't make my parents suffer through any like major well just the black eyeliner eyeliner mostly I really like Cocoa Butter Kisses too that was definitely a song that I love I think it's one of second to favorite song it's probably one of the catchiest songs on the record I also like there's a line here from Twista Cause you don't hear a lot about Twista nowadays. No. Like he's kind of irrelevant. But he was like iconic Chicago rap back he in the was, day. He was absolutely. So when Twista came on, he comes and he introduces himself like Twista, and I'm like, oh my god, Twista! And uh, he has a line where he says, "When it comes to rapping fast, I'm the Higgs boson." Yep. 
And I was like, man, that fucking that line is so good. <laughs> like, I think this entire song for me, why it's so great is like, it is so witty. Keeping it low key, like throws a little bro. I don't Just, get that one. No. Throws little bro. Thor's little bro. Oh, Loki. Like, yeah. Like keeping oh, it low key, up. like L-O-W-K-E-Y. Got you. Keep it low key, like Thor's. Thor's oh, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, okay, okay. And then he talks about his buddy, uh, Alex Wiley, okay. who's like another like Chicago based rapper. And he's yeah. like, Alex off peyote, Wiley like that coyote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just like Wiley coyote. Yeah. Little things like that where it's just like, I find it brilliant. Every instance of his own like cleverness that he could slide in there. He did. Yeah. It's also just very, like, it's very sweet. Like, he's just like, oh, man, like, my mom's disappointed in me. <laughs> I wish she'd embrace yeah. me once in a while. Yeah. Got to put visine in my eyes just so my to hug, my, would hug, hug me. me. Yeah. Oh, it's a sad one. That's sad. Okay, so I, I have to address a controversial topic on this podcast because I've been getting a lot of feedback from people who've been telling me that I just hate interludes for no reason. That is not true. Because this one's a good one. Because this one's a good one, and that's yes. that's love. Yep. To my 12 listeners, I don't hate <laughs> all of them. I don't like interludes where there's not a point. Right. That's love has a point. Like what I like about this one is like, I mean, he called it, he called it interlude and then parentheses is that's love. But he's literally, he just spends the whole time being like, there's nothing better than falling in love. That's all, that's all he's talking right. about. Like he's like, when it looks you in the eyes, it's, it, there ain't nothing you can say, but that's love. And like, what's better than tripping? It's fall in love. What's better than Letterman, Lennon, Fallon and all the above. Like, it's just, it's not something that you get and wrap that often too. It's one of those songs where I like, but it's, it's also one of those songs where I'm like, ugh. It's a little cheesy, but I like it. It flows very nicely into that whole idea of care for yourself. Yeah. You know, like he's not afraid to be the opposite of, you know, gangster rap and especially growing up in Chicago. He doesn't want to propagate gun violence. Yeah. He doesn't want to, you know, glamorize murder. Like he lives through that. His close friend died because of that. Like, yeah. So to him, music is a means to help people see that there's something more. And that's why. Something like that, that interlude specifically, there are so many rappers who wouldn't choose to do that because I think they view it as them being soft. But totally, yeah. Chance, it's like his level of humility, it really shines through in like in a song like that. Well, I'm glad, as much as you rolled your eyes at the concept, I'm glad you actually like that. I mean, it's still cheesy, but like. (laughs) Uh, What's another one that you love? Acid Rain. Let's do it. Acid Rain. I mean, you know, like President Obama added this to his like. 2016 summer playlist side note how much do you miss obama oh barack my rock barack (laughs) i've never heard that before okay sorry let's go back to acid rain yes barack obama did put this on his summer playlist so obama loved it tashar loved it yeah for many reasons i'm guessing i think for me that song is like it's so playful it's so mellow it's so calming so i can understand why why someone like president obama would love a song like this like it is very <laughs> when barack just wanted to chill just yeah when barack wanted to take you know a break from the white house duties he yeah. just went back into his oval office cranked acid rain and just sat back in his chair and i mean like i a little part of me likes to believe barack obama loves the song for like one line in the song and it's yeah, and I inhaled, who believed in me not breathing in. I don't get it. So it refers back to a interview that Bill Clinton did where he oh. was asked, have you ever smoked marijuana? And Bill Clinton answered back like, yeah, I smoked, but I never inhaled. 
Oh, so it's a dig a little bit? It's a little bit of a dig, right? But like the way Chance kind of raps about it is that, you know, yeah, I inhaled who believed in me not breathing in is that if you took someone of his heritage, his past, his color, his race, all of that, and they were to say something of that manner in the position that Bill Clinton was in, nobody would have believed it. Yeah, nobody would have bought it. I don't think anyone believed Bill Clinton. When Bill Clinton said something like that, it was a joke. Now, if Obama was to say something like that, it would have blown up to be something significantly bigger than it was. And I think, like, a little part of me believes that's why Obama loves this song so much. Probably. because of that line, because he kind of sits there he's and like, chuckles, and he's like, I get it. He's yeah. like, if something like that ever happened to me and I said something like that, I'd probably get impeached. It is a fantastic, fantastic mellow vibe. Absolutely. I I wrote, I wrote like this was kind of like coming to the end of the acid trip. So if you think of the whole album as an acid trip, I'm like, this is kind of where things start coming down. Like it gets very, like you said, it gets very mellow, like a little bit, like really thinking about what do I want to, what do I want to dig into? Like I've done this you know, whatever, like I, I've, I've taken this part of my life that I wanted to escape from a little bit and now I'm coming back down to reality. So I think it's a very poetic way for him to look back on his life. In this song, he reminisces about things, he mourns, and he also like criticizes. So on the reminiscent piece, he says, you know, like I miss being a senior. I miss my diagonal girl cheeses. And when he's talking about mourning, he's talking about his friend who, who was killed very young and how, you know, he just turned a year older than him. And on the criticism piece, he says, um, sometimes the truth don't rhyme. Sometimes the lies get millions of views, which is like incredibly, you know, um, relatable to what's going on right now in this whole era of fake news. Right. And think about it. This is a 20 year old kid rapping about this. 20 years old. I can't, like, I can't even begin to comprehend the complicated lyricism in this. Like, I was amazed just listening to the song and just sitting there. Like, I I thought it was fantastic. I know, and that's the thing. Like, he even, like, talks about, like, the diagonal grilled cheeses, listening to Mike back then when he was a kid, and all these things about, like, Michael Jackson was starting to slowly come out. Like, he even went out and he was just like, you know, I never really bought into it like I was a kid I was kind of shielded from the innocent like I was innocent to it all so it is that sort of duality of wanting to preserve something that you cherish so much as a child like that innocence the way that you view the world to now being forced to really see things as they truly are with that level of maturity if you just took away the lyrics from most of these songs, I feel like you'd be like, oh, this is a very upbeat mixtape, mm-hmm. like super happy-go-lucky. And then you'd start listening to the lyrics and they're quite sad. They're quite depressing and they're yeah. real issues that people are facing. And he does it so beautifully where it's just like, it is paradoxical because it's like, it, it shouldn't... It's the word of the day. It is the word of the day. And I mean, like, it shouldn't go together, right? It shouldn't. You shouldn't have an upbeat song to like really sad lines, but this entire mixtape is riddled with it. And this is one of the songs that really does it well. And anything that Obama likes is good in my books, honestly. I miss that man so much. Okay, I it's my turn. You know what? Let's talk about Push a Man Paranoia. Okay. So the version of the album that I have, Push a Man and Paranoia are in the same song. So you have right. to wait like 20 seconds of silence. And I love me a good secret song. When we talked about My Chemical Romance as the Black Parade and how you have to wait about 30 seconds to hear the song Blood Start. It's the same thing with Paranoia. What I think I like about this is how he took two completely opposing ideas and shoved it into one song. So Push a Man is obviously like, it's about a lot of drugs. Like it's literally about having somebody who's going to supply you the LSD that you need to make this album. But then when it switches, like it's... It almost makes you feel stupid for singing along to the first one in the first place. Because in Paranoia, that's when he's talking about like growing up in neighborhoods where things were 
difficult things were hard like he went through a lot and he was like it's easier to find a gun here than it is a fucking parking spot yeah and how little other people cared about how kids were being you know like and we're talking kids we're talking teenagers who were being 13 year old boys who were carrying guns carrying guns but being murdered and being killed and he was like nobody nobody cares he's like why doesn't somebody bring katie cork up in here why doesn't somebody bring where's matt lauer at you know what i mean like he's like nobody gives a shit about the way that I grew up. So it kind of like, cause I'm like singing along to push him in and I'm like, yeah, like I'm your push him in. I'm your, I'm your push him in. And then I come into paranoia and I'm like, Ooh, like, Oh, sorry. Chance. Like I, I feel really bad actually. Right. But I, I think it's really beautifully done. I think that like that was the whole purpose of the song, right? It was it was to pull you into this glorification of being a rapper to then what the stark reality of it all is, right? If I had it in my just sitting there in my library, I probably wouldn't click on paranoia willingly. But when it's a part of Pusha Man, it it is so strong because I can see myself listening to Pusha Man. Like the instrumentals behind it is so upbeat, it's lively, like you're having a great time. And yeah, like it does glorify the rap game. It does glorify being a part of the gang. Like the choruses, Pim slapping toe tagging. Yeah. I'm just trying to fight the man. Like yeah. I'm your I'm pusher man. I'm your, I'm your pusher man. Like, how do you not fall in love with that? I You're know. like, oh man, that's so great. And then just you get that 30 seconds of silence and it becomes the complete opposite of the song you were singing. And you're it's just so different. And you're going there and you're like, now you get to like really like take it in. You digest it and you you kind of understand like this is the this is the dichotomy of Chicago life like the art scene there is something of its own but on the other hand you're looking at one of the most dangerous cities the song beautifully ties that into like glorifying it to now kind of feeling ashamed for glorifying and now you're listening to this guy talk about the fact that he gets sad when it's going to be summertime because summertime yeah. is when it's like the highest violence in Chicago so well, you know like, when you pray, need to say like, your goodbyes to a little bit say more it spring. in spring yeah, like yeah, it's, yeah. it is a hundred percent heart-wrenching yeah the ending of paranoia like it just gets kind of loopy and then it's like the uh, i know you scared you should ask us see, if we're scared, scared and it just keeps going and right. i'm like ooh, it's like creepy and like eerie but it sends chills down your back it right? does it really really does i think that was a that was a brilliant song i really i really like the way that he did that for sure um i could use a refill how about you to share yeah, yeah we could I, use a I, refill. I could finish this i think we could finish it and use a refill we're gonna take a refill and we'll come right back Okay, I've got a full glass of Surfer on Acid. How are you enjoying yours so far, Tashar? You know, three glasses in, it, it grows on you. It grows on you real quick. Yeah. Can you hit me with another song that you really love off this record? Uh, Smoke Again. Again, it, it's it's on that same sort of vibe as Acid Rain, because it is near the end of that album where you start to get a lot more... Depressing. De- it wasn't the word I was going to go with. Chill. I was, I was going to go with mellow chill. I was going to go with... Melancholy. Laid back. Got you. To me, it is one of those things where it is very reminiscent. Like, I do remember, like, being in high school and, like, the last couple months, especially going into the summer, and just driving back home at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, just because, like, that's... if. People who don't know, the Middle East is very hot. And when we talk about summer months, we're talking about like midday, it's 45 degrees. But that's the temperature in which you thrive based on what I can remember. Yeah, I love that. (laughs) Like I would, it's about to turn real cold here. And I can guarantee you right now, I'd take plus 45 over negative 30 any day. You're insane. I'm negative 30. I do not like to be hot. I just want to be chilled constantly. No. Like a, like an ice wine. 
45 is a little too hot. 45 is a little on the warm side. No one wants to be standing out in the middle of the sun at 45 degrees. So a lot of it was like we'd hang out like very close to nighttime, like when the sun came down. And I just remember like playing this song, you know, on repeat, nonstop on that drive back. Like, you know, you have a great night. It's like... It's lively, it's vivacious, and then it's just like, it's it's a turn down moment. So I don't like this song. No? No. Not at all? Not, not even a, like a tiny it's little bit? It's one I skip. It's one I Ugh. skip. There's one line I like, but for the for the most part, I don't like it because the whole premise of the song to me is like, he's like, hey baby, like, we gotta make this quick because I gotta go back and I gotta smoke again. That's the whole song. Yeah. And I just, man was on acid doing this mixtape 30% <laughs> no, of the time. No. I don't know if I love that. It's just like a met, like it's kind of just like, it's boring to me. Like I just don't get anything from it, to be honest. And I'm not a big fan of um, like the slow-mo voice. So it's like, hey, baby, we got to smoke again. We got to smoke again. got to smoke. It's like real deep. Got shit to do. Yeah, got shit to do. Got to smoke again. I just don't love that. I just don't think it's a good stylistic choice. I will say I give a lot of credit to the lyric where he says, lean all on the square. That's a fucking rhombus. I I'm like, love that That's line. funny. Do you know what a square is? No. Slang for cigarette. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so lean on all the square yeah. is like, is lean, like oxycodone. Oh. So it's about like doing drugs. And to me, it's like, you know, you're on like all these drugs that the square gets turned into a rhombus. Gotcha. Your perspective Shapes. on life is now just kind of. Shapes. It's acidy. It's everything's <laughs> kind of melting together. And so that's why I really love it because it plays on that level. Yeah. And then just on its own, like literal sense, if you lean on a square, it's going to make a, a fucking rhombus. rhombus. <laughs> no, it's, it, I like that line. The rest of it, though, no, for me, I'm going to have to say I, I skipped this one. It's just not one for me. I'm sorry. To, to each his own, to, you know? Okay, I'm going to go next. Oh, I want to talk about Lost. Um, the first thing I wrote down when they started playing was like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about this song, but I love this song because it's kind of like this unrequited love story for addicts. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted it. It doesn't glamorize anything. They know that, like, they're wrong for each other, um, but they're still going to, like, like it's kind of like, no, it's not wrong if it feels so right. You know, it's not right, but it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's just, they're, they're both, like, they need just a person in their life to, like, be there for them. And even if, like, this person is not the right person, you can still find that comfort and solace in somebody who may not be the perfect person for you. Yeah. And no, and that, that it is like the sentiment behind it is all well and dandy, I guess. But to me, it, it's one of those songs that kind of plays very similar to like everybody something. Maybe gimmicky isn't the right word because I genuinely believe he feels this way. So it's hard to be like it's a gimmick because I don't think Chance did this as a forefront to anything. I think like, you know, whatever is in his heart, whatever is in his mind, like he will say it. So you don't like this one? It's not that I don't like it because I I genuinely do like I mean like this is one of those mixtapes that I listen start to finish but would I say this like ranks in the top like three or five like probably not you don't want to be like let's get lost no no I can't naked in my dreams I love this one I like singing this one I think that's a good one in terms of like the background music it is similar to that acid rap smoke again so like that's why I do enjoy it but it's the lyrics in this one where I I have a harder time connecting too because it is very let's just hold hands and hope everything's good but it's not even that they're like hoping everything's good i think it's like they're both aware that like this isn't a good relationship for either of them but they're both like well might as well like that's kind of what it's like he's like well let's get fucking lost then let's just go for it like i don't they know they're bad for each other but they should do it regardless because yeah like because what because why not 
Because they both need something in that moment, and they need to get it from the other person. That doesn't seem healthy. No, but like, what about what? About, there's nothing about this whole like <laughs> LSD dependent <laughs> album that's healthy, Deshar. Damn it. I guess I guess that wasn't the vibe he was going for. That wasn't the vibe. I think it was more so just him being like, like he says, he's like her heart, like fuck it, like she's like, well, whatever, may as well. I'm going to have to say that's one of my top ones. Honestly, I think Lost is one of my top ones. But what's another one that's in your top? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, Chainsmoke. Oh, see, Chainsmoker is a great song. You want to talk Chainsmoker? Sure. Let's talk Chainsmoker. What do you think about Chainsmoker? Why are you trying to take my hosting duties away from me? I'm curious what you think. Because I was the one who told you about this mixtape. And I don't think we ever really got to talk about beginning to end. So I'm very curious about what was your interpretation? How did you feel? I think it's a very solid song. I love Chainsmoker. I think it's fun. Um, I think it's got a good beat to it. I like singing the part where he's like, this part right here, right now, right here, this part of my shit. I, I think it's fun to sing along to. And also, fun fact, I was listening to this the other week and I missed my exit on the 401 when I was singing along to this song. So I ended up <laughs> getting on the fucking 427 North instead of the southbound. Um, but there's a part where he says, like, I play so loud I forgot to park my whip. And I was like, that was me because I was playing it so loud and I was too into it that I literally got off on the wrong fucking exit and then had to take like a 20 minute detour to get back on. But I, I like Smoker. I think it's good. Again, I think it's fun to sing along to i think it's interesting as like a a last closing full-length song but it's just him kind of owning up he's just like chain smoking name dropping good looking like he's just he's like this is who i am i'm chance like this is just who it is i think it's just a fun song i like chain smoker yeah yeah okay what do you like about do you like it do you hate it i know i I love chain and that's like yeah it's very fun it is a little bit of a pick-me-up because even the outro is pretty lively in itself too yeah so i enjoy how the the album kind of goes from like really high to kind of low back to high again you go from like smoke again to acid rain being like oh wow like this oh, oh boy. real depressing like maybe i gotta really evaluate some things in my life to now oh fuck it i'm a, yeah. I'm a chain smoker there's nothing chain wrong with smoker. that everything's good okay let's talk maybe about we can talk about good ass intro and good ass outro right together because they're they're a pair first song in the album last song do you know in the who album. he's talking to on that outro is his dad okay see like i've never actually gone down the web and yeah. like really try to find that okay it was his dad yeah so for our listeners there's a if you listen to good ass outro chance is talking to somebody on the phone and uh essentially the whole story behind it i looked this up on genius and chance was talking to his dad and his dad was saying yeah man he's like you know i, I said i was gonna get you a laptop and i didn't and i'm sorry like I, I was gonna hook you up last week and i didn't happen and chance was like oh it's like don't worry about it it's fine like you can good. i can wait till my birthday whatever and his dad comes back and he was like well, no he's like i'm gonna do it for you whatever and chance is like oh well thanks like i appreciate it and his dad's like you know what chance he's like I'm just, I'm so proud of you. Like I, you've done such remarkable things in this world. And he's just, it's nice seeing that recognition from Chance's parents. And yeah. especially knowing that his dad was a part of the, was an aide to the Democratic Party. Right. And Someone who's probably a lot more straight laced who, you know, I can imagine didn't want their son to go into the rap game. Yeah, exactly. So hearing that was really lovely. It kind of um, threw me back to when I was listening to Blonde by Frank Ocean, because there's a song on Blonde called Be Yourself, which is a voicemail from Frank's mom. Mm-hmm. It's basically his mom telling him not to do drugs. And she was like, just be yourself like be good enough to be yourself and you don't need anybody else you don't need drugs to do that blah 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 so it kind of gave me that kind of um vibe as well and i thought the good ass outro tied everything together really nicely that's what i like about having this intro and this outro that are still part of the same they're still i feel like to me they're like one song i I feel like if you literally didn't have a gap between them and they went one to the other they would flow perfectly Mm -hmm. i i think they have very thematically i think they're very similar 
this album was an experience from start to finish. So by starting with the album with the good ass intro, like Chance is introducing himself being like, it's me, like Chance or the rapper, rapper. please say the rapper. I I can appreciate when artists like set the scene, like, Hey, you and I, episode four, we came in, we talked about good morning, Kanye West, like coming in and being like, this is what you're about to hear. Right. And then closing it off is very, I think hard to do in a way that's not um, like cheesy and like uh, predictable. And like, man, he's got a fucking horn section. Yeah. Like, I know, and that's what I mean. I think, like, have you ever heard 10 Day start to finish? Mm-mm. It's a lot more calmer, right? It, it's not as upbeat as acid rap. Right. It's a very stark difference in what acid rap is, and but I think that that intro brings in all the elements of what you're about to experience in that mixtape all at once, right? You get the blues, you get the jazz, you get the you get the funk, you really get like intricate Chicago music style. And he does it so well and he he kind of brings his own little piece into it with his like ah! Yeah. Like, Throughout the whole like, album. A whole album, but you, yeah. you get introduced to it at the beginning and you'll hear it in the background throughout the entire, entire I mix. think the like yeah is in every single song. I, I'm yeah, like I I, I don't know, but I, I feel like you hear it in every single song. Yeah. Tashara, that ends my list of the songs I love. Are you cool if we get in I know you don't hate anything on this record, but I've got some beef. I mean like I, I wanna hear you out. Hit me with, uh, let's start with Nana, because I know you hate that song. You are saying, like, it, the, you have taken over my podcast. I, but uh, am I am I wrong? Is is that, I like, not... I don't like Nana. I is that the number one song you don't like on this next tape? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. There are obviously songs in here that aren't objectively great start to finish, but they're pieces of the song that I, I do enjoy, and for this in particular, I don't actually like Chance's part in this. Yeah. It's Action Bronson. I just don't like this song in general. Um, I think it's the most acid trippy song on the record. Yes, that it is. So it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And that like, can get pretty annoying pretty quickly. It's pretty annoying really, really quickly. I don't get it. Like, I, I the, the whole album's called Acid Rap, so maybe I should have been, right. you know, like more inclined to it. I feel like when we're talking about the 30% of the album... That in was which LSD he was, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was just the song. I feel like you look at that first verse. I'm just gonna read you like a couple lines from that first verse. Give and it to me. None of it makes sense. Deuces, douches, deuce, deuce. I'll shoot you, bang. Shoes my boot ya, and I suit you, might suit ya. What does that mean? I have no fucking idea. I mean, like you took acid and you just literally compiled the words together and said, "Yeah, fuck it. Okay, I guess this does." I'm like, if if Chance doesn't even know what the fuck he's saying, how am I supposed to? appreciate this song you know what i mean i understand like it you got it it makes no sense but i think i think action bronson at the very end kind of you know i won't go as strong as to say he saves the song but they're saving graces maybe for you (laughs) i don't think so and then at the end he just goes he's just like coughing he has a coughing fit near the end i'm like what is happening yeah i can't say that this is a a good one for me Mm -mm. off the record so sorry to share no and i can't hate you for it Good. I understand why you wouldn't like I'm glad a song you like don't that. Hate me. So again, I know that you don't have a whole lot of songs you don't like, but I do. Let's talk about Juice. You don't like Juice? I don't like Juice. Oh, man. I usually skip it because when they keep yelling like Juice, 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 I'm like, shut the fuck up. I don't care. Like I, I couldn't connect with this one. Oh, that hurts. Does I actually it? have a hoodie that is like 
it's like Chancellor Rapper's face all like sort of abstract and kind of melting on a juice box. But what do you like about it? I don't know. I, I just think the song is fun in general. And like, I do like a couple of the lyrics in the song. Like in particular, I love the the one line where he's just like, everybody want to sip till the juice spill. Everybody want to bib and then everyone want to dip. I yeah. kind of love like how he plays to so that whole mentality of like, when things are good, like everyone's on your side. But yeah. when shit hits the fan, like everybody's there's gone. no one who has your back. There's something about it. It's not going to be one that I'm going to listen to again. Sorry. You don't need to apologize to me. Too late. Already yeah. apologized. <laughs> we reached the critical point. We've talked about all the songs that we want to talk about. We've talked about the songs that we love to sing along to. We've talked, we have talked about the songs we want to skip or that I want to skip. Turns out you don't right. skip any of them, right. but no. you know, at this point we need to give it a rating. So out of the, five, okay, you didn't let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> so we know Tashar is going to give this a five, but for those of you who haven't listened to Kiara gets drunk and talks about music before, uh, we give the albums a rating out of five of drink, five drinks. Hold on. We give, <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> acid on surf on acid is it? Surfer on acid to shark. By the way, that's just a terrible thing to do while you surf. You should not Probably. be on acid. There's sharks in the ocean. Um, okay, so Tashar, <laughs> you would give this song five surfers on acid out of five surfers on acid. Yeah. Can you just can you tell me why? Can you enlighten me, please? Because I think music is more than just the music itself. I think music is very representative about the emotions and the mentality of who you were when you listened to a particular piece of music. To me in particular, I think the last couple of months of high school were a big deal. I had an understanding that because I went to an international school, I wouldn't see many of the people who I considered at that time to be like my closest friends ever again. Luckily and gratefully, I have kept close connections with a few of my friends. It is an album that is very reminiscent, right? This is Chance finishing high school. This is him entering his next period of life. So to someone who was in that exact same position, it really struck a chord. You know, even though I was going to do the very basic thing you do after high school and go to university or college, which Chance wasn't doing, which is what this sort of album kind of exemplifies is that sort of uncertainty of it all. Although I didn't share that level of uncertainty to be like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was the uncertainty of I grew up with this sort of life and I very clearly knew that when I moved from Qatar and came back home to Canada, it was going to be a complete 180. Like I was, it was going to be nothing like I remembered. This is a new period of my life. Everything's going to be different. So to be able to sit back and listen to this mixtape with my friends who are all going through this very similar ordeal, it holds a special place in my heart. And I can't knock that. I can't. Even though this doesn't have a nostalgic element to me because I just listened to this within the last couple of years what i find most um compelling about this is how successful chance was being an independent artist um and even though now with you know coloring book and the big day being studio albums that he's been producing like he has maintained this like indie feel mm-hmm. where people still see him as an indie rapper like they don't see right. him as like a kanye or like a kendrick we talked about humility he's got this humility to him that i really adore my one criticism is that there are songs like again for me so everybody's something juice smoke again that to me don't jive with the rest of the record that take away from that indie vibe and it's like him trying to be someone he's not and for for somebody who is so honest and so earnest I felt like that was so out of place because I'm like you're just chance you're just like this normal guy you don't need this but overall it's a record I think it's really strong I think I'm gonna give this 
a four. Okay. Which is still respectable. Great. 80% still a great, uh, still a great album. I really enjoy listening to this album and I will definitely be listening to it again. So sure. That brings us to the end of the episode. Wow. Episode nine. Look at that. Look at that. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for talking about uh, acid rap with me today. I had so much fun with you as always. Thank you for being uh, so open and honest about talking about an album that means a lot to you. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope to have you back again one day. I'd love to be back. I very much enjoy coming back here and talking music. I love it. 